What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode number one of the Locker Room Talk podcast with Thomas Pipolo, Ryan Aquino, and Angelo Spedafino. In this week's episode, we're going to be discussing the trade deadline, which is coming up on July 31st, and specifically, which teams should be buyers, sellers, and or stay put. Hope you guys enjoy Welcome, everybody. I'm Ryan Aquino, and next to me is Angelo Spedafino, and I'm Thomas Pipolo. What up, what up, what up? In all honesty, we have no idea what the fuck we're doing. No clue. But we're having fun with it. We're talking sports with you. We're just kind of dicking around, having a good time. I'm drinking out about them, but... Uh, <laughs> no, I'm not, but <laughs> maybe there will be, because uh, it's getting a little stressful over here. Angelo's getting a little pissed off. It took about an hour and a half to set up the microphones, but... Uh, and whose fault is that? Uh, it's got to be mine, but it is one hundred percent your fault. I'll take the blame. Yeah, good. It's my fault. Angelo, what are we gonna be talking about today? Uh, well, in general, just in the podcast, we're just gonna be talking about sports and other things that interest us. But today, since it's the most relevant thing at the time, we're gonna be discussing the upcoming trade deadline, Major League Baseball, which occurs in eight days, July thirty first, and uh, we have some thoughts about it. So, Pip, why don't you start off with? The team you think should be buying the most. Yeah, so we're going to go through the buyers, sellers, and I'm going to throw a little spice in there. You'll see that to come. But paprika. Yeah, so Ryan, we're going to go buyers first. Give me your top five buyers. We're going to go five to one. Okay. So it's suspenseful. Drum roll. So number five, I have the Cardinals. They're right there in the wild card spot. They currently hold the number two slot for the wild card in the National League. I feel, I mean, they got some guys that are veterans. Last year they got Marcelo Zuna. This year they got Paul Goldschmidt. They're right there. They have some guys that are underperforming, like Miles Michaelis and some pitchers like that, like Flaherty. I think if they get one big arm, if they get a guy who turns it on for them, like Stroman, like Bumgarner, anyone that really starts a fire under their asses, I think they're going to need a starter. Absolutely. They're going to need a starting pitcher. I mean, they just need to ignite the fire a little bit. They need to find something kind of like when Schilt took over Schilt took over last year as their manager. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they could take that NL Central easily, considering that they're only a couple games back from the Cubs. Um, I really think that they, uh, they got a good shot at this. That's my number five. Um, four, I'm going to go with the Brewers. Um, it's kind of one of the shocks of the year how mediocre they've been when they really took the league by storm last year in the middle middle days around the trade deadline last year and now they're floating around 500 they're currently at 53 and 49 only four games over we got a disagreement here and why do you disagree with that well i have the brewers actually at number one i don't see how if you're the general manager of the brewers you're not going out there and making any move you can possibly make to make this team a definite lock for the wild card. You were just one of the best teams in the league last year. You know that if you get in the playoffs, you're going to do good so against. You agree. It. You're just you're just saying it should be stressed more that it oh, should be like they got to be number one. number one. They're the, one of the biggest disappointments so far. They have they're not even competing for the division. You got to make sure if you're that GM, you're getting that wild card spot. Fair. I just you know, there's I, I got a couple guys I think that are a little bit in front of them. I got at three at the three spot. I got the Astros. 
You know, they won it in 2017. They burst on the spot that year, and then they came up short last year, losing in the ALDS. ALCS, right? CS. CS, to to the Red Sox. They still have that incredibly talented roster, and as teams kind of float away, we see it in the near future for them, possibly, if they don't make a move right here. If they get another big arm, they could re- ignite the flame and really be the, the dominant team in the American League. Do you think <clears throat> more of a need for them is starting pitching or, like, bullpen? It's got to be the bullpen. I you mean, think when, bullpen? I absolutely think it's the bullpen. I think they should. They should, They could aim for a little back-end starter, maybe someone they could rely on and to get them through the rest of the season. They have Verlander and Cole, who's, at this point, the, probably the favorite for the AL Cy Young, if not the favorite. He's in the discussion. And Justin Verlander, who's one of the best pitchers, of our lifetime, and they got Wade Miley, who they could toss out there in a playoff series, and he's been successful. They have Ozuna, who's probably one of the five best closers in baseball right now. They have I really think it, they have Ryan Presley, who's been the best, who's been the best relief pitcher period all year. So when you look at bullpens, though, you look at the Yankees. You look at how in most games seven, eight, nine is absolute shutdown for anywhere from Canley, Ottavino, Chapman, Britain. Britain Green, Green, any of them, where they can come and shut it down, and you don't really have to worry about the later innings. If the Astros were to able, were able to improve their bullpen like that, getting a guy like maybe Kirby Yates in there, that would be a super dangerous team. Given that you got Verlander starting, and then you got seven, eight, nine lockdown, I can't see how that's not a super, super scary team as it already is. I agree. Um, then at the two spot, I got the Yankees. This is pretty obvious. I mean, anyone who knows anything about baseball, they've been hearing that the Yankees are going to be buyers for anyone like Marcus Stroman, uh, Bumgarner, uh, Matt Boyd. They definitely need another starting pitching arm. I don't see how you could look at the roster and say they don't. Um, they're incredibly deep, and they got one of the best records in baseball. But if you're really going to scare people in the playoffs and make it kind of a lock for an ALC, uh, ALCS bid, then I think you need a guy to get a guy like Stroman or Boyd um, in there. What do you think? I have a hot take. I'm going to save it for when I go, but there you go. <laughs> I mean, as far as the Yankees are concerned, I think it's actually very important they get a long relief pitcher. Maybe not necessarily a starter. If they do nothing with starters, it's fine. They have CeCe who can give them innings in the playoffs. They have Tanaka who's been a phenomenal postseason pitcher. Paxton's shown some flashes. He's Paxton's been solid his last. me off. He's, he's thrown well his last four stars. I mean, last time he sign, got thrown out. Is he out. showing signs of Sonny Gray? Or? No, he's no, much better than Sonny, Sonny Gray. Gray. It's just like when a guy was so good for another team and then he comes to New York and he's getting bashed in the first inning. Pretty much every single time he goes out there, he gives up a run in the first inning. And it's just like, I don't know if it's a couple extra warm-up pitches. I don't know if it's his head when he goes out there for that first inning in New York. It's just a definite trend with him that he needs yeah, to fill I that honestly, first inning. I hope it's not true, but I think I see Sonny Gray in him. I just don't know if he. No could, I just don't know if he could pitch in New York. He's been I, fine. He's a a four two ERA is is not great, but it's solid. Sonny Gray up, had six ERA. They had a. They gave up not. Justin Justice Sheffield for him, who's done nothing yeah, so far. He's done nothing, and it's. I'm not saying it's a bad but trade. They need I'm a just third. They need a third a, guy. A thirty year old who's had a lot of success elsewhere comes to the Yankees and he doesn't perform. It's okay. As old as time. They're in the playoffs. It's not third game. game one, who's 100%. starting third game? You know, so if Tanaka, Severino isn't Tanaka, it, so then D- D- Tanaka, Herman, 
I gotta go with Paxton still and tell him figure. You're out the of this out. stuff. You're out of this stuff. CC can give yeah. you four innings if Paxton gets lit up. CC can give you four innings in the playoffs. It's, it's absurd. It's absolutely absurd. Yankees have been going opener anyways. So if you just treat that possible Paxton game or whoever has a bad outing to start as the opener game and you just ride bullpen, I really can't see how that's something they wouldn't want. To that's absurd. Push. I'll get to this a little later after Angelo goes. Okay, and then the number one team that I have as a buyer is the L.A. Dodgers. I mean. The reason I picked the Dodgers is because when I think of them, the, the closest thing that they are to is the 80s and 90s Buffalo Bills. I was just about to I say the really poor bastards. Think, I really think the poor bastards have a shot at losing four in a row. <laughs> like, it's fucking crazy. Would you, how rather, they, would you rather not go to the World Series or win? Or I'd, on, as, a, as a fan of a team, I'd rather them miss the World Series. Absolutely. I agree. I, I it's, it's just, I, I get the whole get there and then at least you got there but at the end of the day the team who came in second in the MLB is the same as the team who came in ninth you, losing losing's the same lost. no matter what it is so it, it's just flirting with winning and then it doesn't go your way and yeah. it's just it's just the it's, big, hurt. it's blue balls that's what it is yeah, that's and if they don't figure it out i know, I, mean, I know that that's tough to say to a team that's just so far ahead in the national league cuz it's like well they are figuring it out right now it's just the playoffs well that's really what matters they doesn't it come down to Kershaw out. though like I mean, well, Kershaw's solid, but they have a guy like Walker Bueller who's a bona fide stud, and he's shown that since his first two starts. He's like second or third in the ERA or something like that. I don't know the exact numbers, but I agree with the Dodgers being a buyer. They just don't have the firepower in the bullpen to compete with teams like the Yankees or like we saw last year with the Red Sox. They, they're a phenomenal team, but the NL is a joke in comparison to the AL. You yeah. pitch to eight hitters, and, and is, that's is your Kenley Jensen yeah. really that? He's not elite. He had one yeah. very good year. It's a great story. It's a big dude who throws hard. Yeah, the heart surgery. Everyone loves Wasn't how catching. you know he come he comes back from the heart surgery. He's a former catcher that got turned into a relief pitcher and he's doing great and now he's sitting there as a quote unquote all star who's got a mid threes ERA and he's really just not getting the job done. They need a guy to come in there. And I think them and the Astros are gonna be the big guys that are fighting over those relief bullpen. pitchers, those uh, bullpen pitchers that yeah. are really going to come into play in the playoffs. Let's hear Angelo's. Well, I had a five. I had, five the buyers. I had the Phillies at five. I think they need another starter. Might not be as high-end as other teams, but they got like a Stroman or uh, like a Trevor Bauer. I don't think Trevor Bauer is really available, but if they got a Trevor Bauer, maybe someone just helped go the line across because Aaron Nola has been their only guy that's been solid. Pavetta and uh, Eflin have been pitching awfully recently. Whatever happened to Vince Velasquez? I was about to talk about that. Vince Velasquez is such he's such a consistency issue. It's shades of Michael Pineda. Yeah, they're but, only a half game yeah. back. And even McCutcheon worse, got hurt. They're still. They're still do you Every, think they need out? They got Jay Bruce. Nah, they're all right. At what point do you wonder the problem is Gabe Kapler? I mean, he came in last year and off the bat, everyone loved him, and they were like, "Oh my God, he's revitalizing like revitalizing this Phillies roster," and everyone's like. This is a playoff team, and then really where it came into the dog days of summer, they started to crash. And when that happens with a new manager, and then you see a trend of that happening in their second year, it, it, at what point do you start wondering if the manager is the right fit for a team? Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not really up to date on the Phillies, to be quite honest. But what do you, I mean, what are they saying about him? It's just that I mean, there was a lot of backlash when Andrew McCutcheon got hurt, and. Well, that wasn't that wasn't Gabe Kaplan's fault. That was uh, that was no. They were saying that they were he refused. That was Ian Kinsler's fault for faking the thing and getting faking the line drives and get a double play and catching Andrew McCutcheon in a rundown and he, he got was, hurt that way. He refused to admit that 
Gene Segura not hustling had a big part to do with the play. You can't throw your did. can't throw your can't throw your players in the I boss. understand that. It's a it's good manager. That, I, I don't know. Like he got backlash for that. He's it's his second year, and if if with this roster with this pitching staff, if he can't get done anything anything done in the first two years of his tenure, and he's got an awful NL East, I think it's a bad look for him to just so be sitting. there You think they only need starting starting pitching teams. house? They need a lot of help, in all honesty, considering that they. You're, I don't care who you are in the National League, if you're a buyer or a seller or whoever, if you want to make the playoffs, you're still going to have to face the Dodgers in the NLCS. There's yeah. absolutely no doubt about that, and I think they need a lot of help, starting pitching-wise, bullpen-wise. I think their their lineup... Their lineup is... De- Hoskins, is Harper. Good. Harper's got to step up a little. He's been playing better lately. It's good. It's just, I, they're definitely going to need some pitching. Help Jay Bruce series. is on the DL, I think. Tenders. For the IL. Continuing, continue on. I have the Twins at four for me. The Twins, they're they're written off as more of a pretender, not a contender. But they have a good team. They hit home runs. Their middle bl- relief is a little shaky. They have an elite. Clo- they have an elite back end of the bullpen. But the Twins at you have the Twins at three. Twins at four. Four. I have the Yankees at three. I think they need a long relief pitcher or a starter. I prefer some along the lines of Matthew Boyd, but but it seems like the ransom for him is too high. And then at two, I have the Cubs, who just their outfield hasn't been great this year. Jason Hayward's been playing awesome, but I believe Schwarber and Alberto Alberto Mora are not doing a great job. They're not. So someone they can go out and maybe get Nicholas Castellanos from the Tigers. Ooh. He could bat lead off. He could. He's not a great outfielder, but then they can slide Jason Hayward over to center, and let Jason Hayward be one of the best outfielders as he is. Do so you think they only? Do they need any help starting pitching wise? Do you think they only need help in the corner outfield? And they have two very good postseason pitchers historically. They have, and they have Quintana, who's good. They have Lester, and they have Kyle Hendricks, and then Quintana's a solid three guy. And in the in the playoffs, you only need three starters because yeah, the times. I mean, but at what point do you say that? We guarantee that we're going to get a two-run or less outing from John Lester, who's 35 or whatever he is at this point. He bears down in the playoffs. Can we talk about how he can't throw a ball to first He keeps saying that as he keeps going on and on and on in his years. I think they definitely need to add arm. And I'm saying that about most teams. When you look at the teams that are winning the World Series every year, they have stacked pitching every year. And then at one, I have Dodgers, which I just essentially replicate the same opinions as Aquino. But uh, Pip, let's hear who your five are, and let's hear okay. some some hot takes. I got hot promising. takes coming up. So number five, I have the Los Angeles Angels. Actually, hear me out. Hear me out. I know you guys are gonna. <laughs> <laughs> What's so funny? I can't. I mean, the why? Angels at fifty-two and forty-nine. Like, guys, they're five. Okay, they're five games out of the wild card. I know it sounds crazy. We have Mike Trout, who's the best player in baseball. At what point? I mean, at what point are they going to do anything with him? Well, you're wasting him. Like, they just gave him a four hundred and twenty-six and a half million dollar contract. What do you exactly? I understand that the time is sooner rather than later, but this is when you get over aggressive in one year. You buy veteran players, and then guess what? When they didn't win anything this year, after the year comes to an end, they're going to be stuck with thirty year olds, and then it's going to get even worse when it's in year five of his contract. I just can't see how they're buyers. That Justin Upton contract. Justin Upton's still a very good player, but I don't know if he's very good anymore. But he's still solid, and they ha- the they contract's ha- not looking great anymore. But they have games to get left against the A's, who are in the second wild card spot. I mean, if they, what are they going to do? They're not going to win the division anytime soon with the Astros. They have. 
They have to act as this wild card as their division. With a player, why not go after somebody and win the dang? So thing? when you so when you have Otani and when you have Trout and guys that are revolutionary players like that that could really spark a franchise and into a winning culture, I, I can't see how getting a couple of thirty year olds that can help you go up from their third spot in the AL West. I mean, that's really just when you get those long contracts that you want nothing to do with. If you get some young guys in your farm system and they come up in a couple of years, they're 25 and Trout's 30, that's the winning roster that comes to So play. you think they should be sellers? I absolutely think they should be sellers. But at what, it just doesn't make it... At what point, like... They're not they there the best yet. player in baseball. So, so, so Why not who, trade, who do you tra- suggest that they go for? Who do I suggest? That, I mean, they need... I just yeah, they need starting pitching. Just poor. a couple of guys you think they should. Unfortunately, get. they lost Tyler Skaggs, which is awful. We still don't know how he passed away, but Rest that's peace, absolutely Tyler. awful. But they need a starting pitcher. They need. I mean, they need help in the outfield. I think Otani's going to be coming back pitching at the end of the year if they make the playoffs. No, Otani's. They're not. Could Otani be got to be a closer. Otani got Tommy John. I think a month after the. I, I heard he might. Season. If they make the playoffs, he might be able to close. But who knows? I, all do that. I'm saying, that's how you, that's all, how you the reason why someone. I put them there is. They have Mike Trout, the best player in baseball, and he's the poor bastard. Has not has he played in a playoff game yet? Yeah, he has he's, he's played in one, one playoff series, one playoff game. Yeah. He's one he's play. one in three in his in his. It's just game. unfortunate that we cannot see the best player in baseball in the playoffs. That's why I put them there. At the same time, if you wanted to make the playoffs, he shouldn't have resigned in Anaheim because they haven't. They have that Albert Pujols contract that's all atrocious. I think it's they're still uh, three years. From the Pujols and Hamilton contracts. I mean, it's just ridiculous. And we saw a funny tr- a stat about that back in the day. Uh, they used to, they came across with the fact that Hamilton and Pujols were batting consecutive in their lineup, and they were making more combined than all of Major League com- <laughs> Lacrosse combined. Oh, I, that is a true stat. Oh, that poor bastard. How, what the heck? How, he fell off the face of the earth. Yeah, I mean, he had a good couple years. At, at number four, I kind of cheated here because I couldn't decide. I made like four different top fives. I put the Astros and Dodgers because I kind of think they're in the same ballpark where there's really not many holes that they have. It's just for for me, it's bullpen. I just don't think their bullpen is that or as strong as it needs to be to go up well, against well, the Yankees. Yeah, it's same point for both teams. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, I mean they're they're two of the top three teams. It's, I think it's the Yankees, Astros, Dodgers. I'm biased. I'm a Yankees fan. So you got it three. At three, I have the Twins, and I think, I mean, my top three is kind of interchangeable. I think the Twins need to go get somebody that can get on base because. We've seen it with the Yankees. When you're just home run heavy, it just doesn't play well in the playoffs. When you're when you're facing the number one guy in the playoffs, you're not going to be able to just sit back and crank home runs out of the ballpark. Usually most home runs are hit off of the three, four, five guys or four, five guys, and you're facing one and two. If you're facing Verlander, you ain't going to hit a home run consistently off of him. Well, Verlander's so, left the most home runs in Major League Baseball this year. Well, this year because of the new balls. But maybe So maybe that changes the game, huh? That would be nice for the Yanks. But I, I don't know. Just hitting home runs does not play well in the playoffs. I don't know what you guys said. De- I mean, look at the Yankees. The Yankees yeah. haven't won anything in ten years, and they've and they've been the scary home run team the every Bronx year. Poppers. And that's and this is really just the only year where we don't feel that way about the Yankees. Like the home runs don't scare me in the slightest. It's a, we were even encouraging them to beat the record for most consecutive games with a home run. And five years ago, we would have said, "Stop! This is all we do. <laughs> yeah, There's yeah. nothing else that we do. We want one through nine consecutive base hit hitting." But we have the but savior now, DJ. We got Lemayhu, and he's just unreal. And that goes that that takes us to my number to my number two team, which is the Yankees. Look, the Yankees. I'm biased. I think they're the best team in baseball. I think they have the best lineup. They have the best bullpen. 
glaring need, glare need, and I'm very scared about this in the playoffs. I don't think I just Angel just ripped ass. Angel just ripped ass. <laughs> that was not me. That was straight so of you. I could not have been more you. The you? I swear on my life. <laughs> so we're really this is our first podcast. We're gonna have a who farted segment. <laughs> so, kick off out with that. Anyway, straight up was not me. And it was you. I don't know who I You would have heard me if it was me. <laughs> anyway, my number two is the Yankees. I think they have a glaring need at the starting pitcher position because you have Tanaka. Okay, you know for a fact Tanaka is number one. The number one starter, starter. If Severino doesn't come back healthy, they have some issues. Do they even... Even if... So so it's we're talking about the playoffs here. Do they even really want him back for the playoffs? I mean, he's been bad. I know, and that's the thing. It's if, not even Even if like, Severino's back... He hasn't even proven he could pitch in the damn playoffs. Last year, he could, I mean, the wild card game, did he even pitch good? I don't think he could get out he of four pitched, innings. He pitched poorly, and then he had a good outing um, against, I think, the only good outing of his playoff career. I think he threw well in, in Houston in one game in one 2017. Game. I, I don't think he went it. deep. Uh, last year, 2018, he pitched four scoreless. Yeah, four innings. Out of your number one guy, you need more than four. And the ALDS, that in was 2017, the yeah. he pitched seven scoreless. Three earned, nine Ks. That's good. Uh, not seven scores, rather. But the seven point is that earned. you're missing your number one guy. He ain't going to be healthy. Even if he is healthy, he hasn't proven he can pitch in the playoffs. So scratch him out. You have Tanaka, number one. Who's your number two guy? You're going to go with Domingo Herman. Yes, he's been great. I honestly think you got to ride Herman. You Give do. Because, because Domingo Herman. Because we, we don't know how. He could be, for all we know, the best pitcher the Yankees have seen in the playoffs in the last 20 years. We just have never seen an outing out of him. So I think. So you, you want to you you spend this whole year, one of the best teams that we've ever seen as Yankees fans, and rest it on freaking Domingo Herman? I don't want to rest it on him. I'm just saying that even if we do get a Stroman, I would still throw Herman out there second if he's pitch- If he continues to pitch the way he is now, just because you it. just roll him out and you just let him have that confidence that I am a top guy on this team. And then maybe you can catch lightning in a bottle. Okay. That's happened with Tony. If we said that about Andy Pettit back in 1996, it would have sounded crazy. And you would have wanted to go with a veteran then too, and then he became one of the best postseason pitchers. So, you never know. Who do you got next, Pip? So, no, no, no. no. We're still on the Yankees. The Yankees oh. are going to be a little bit. Okay. Say Domingo Harmon's the number two. Who's the number three? You're going to go with James Paxton? Big Maple? We discussed this already. Poor we Bastard, we Poor go Bastard with James can't even Paxton. go strike. We go with, the, we go with so James we, Paxton. No, okay. We discussed this My, Here's what I would do. Here's what. Hot take here coming up. Hot take. I'll take right here. I'm going to have a lot of them on the podcast, just letting you That's know. It's pretty much his his niche. It's my just MO. saying ridiculous things. For instance, we had a bet last year that he would get me Chipotle if Eli Manning didn't win the NFL MVP. And if he did, I can't remember what I had to I'm give him. I'm riding it, it was it was It was a big line. It was like minus 500. It was something ridiculous because I had to give him something crazy because I knew it wasn't going to happen. But anyways, continue with your... Yeah. Hot take. So, my hot take... Well, if I was the Yankees, if I was Brian Cashman, I would... I, I don't think getting a, a mid-level to, say, like an A- minus or A player is going to do anything. A starting pitcher is going to do anything. I don't think getting... A, maybe getting a Stroman. The only guy I would target, besides like a Syndergaard or, if possible, DeGrom or somebody like that, is, is a Stroman. I think he could pitch in a big game. He's from New York. He likes the bright lights. He's picked in the WBC in the gold medal game. I think he's a good guy. Besides that, why are you going to go get a guy that's a B-level talent? Marcus Stroman isn't even rotation. the best pitcher not... on the market. What's that? Marcus Stroman isn't the best pitcher on the market. Well, you think Boyd is? I think Boyd's better than Stroman. Okay, say 
But even okay, say them too. They're not game changers. I think Boyd's getting there. Boyd's having a great. He's having a great year this year. They're not game changers though. Like if you put him in the lineup, you know the Yankees are winning that dang series. Yeah, but now Marcus Stroman. I don't think there's any pitcher on the market that is a game changing pitcher. Like that's my point though. If I'm Brian Cashman, the first I I don't think the Mets are going to trade anybody to the Yankees. I'd call about Syndergaard, and I'd freaking call about Degrom. I know it sounds crazy, but what are the Mets doing with Degrom? With Degrom, they're wasting. It's same similar. To, they just extended him, and they're and they're even worse than they were. That's last what I'm saying. They need, relative they to need, the NL, they need a restock. They need a restock. Like, I know. They absolutely need a restock. If I'm Brian Cashman, I'm calling Wilpon, whoever the, freaking what's his name, Brody, Brody Van Wagenen, the the former agent agents. turned GM who's yeah. a shit show for the Mets currently. Yeah. I, I'm calling him. I'm saying, I want Jake DeGrom. I am willing to give up the dang farm for him. I'm giving Florial. I'm giving Frazier. I'm giving Anduhar. I, four or five players. If you put DeGrom in that lineup, in that starting rotation, I think it's the Yankees, it's a World Series. And, who, and, 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 and he what, has what two or three years control. I agree with you. I DeGrom's agree. an unrealistic target. They're not it's not unrealistic. It is unrealistic. Why is it, besides the fact, besides the fact that, it, do you think it's unrealistic because the Mets won't trade with the Yankees? Or that they I just think that DeGrom's an untouchable person because the Mets, the Mets feel as if, if you listen to Brody Van Wagner speak and everyone in the Mets organization, they legitimately feel like they could be contending if it weren't for some of their bullpen woes, which is true. <coughs> because their bullpen... Has blown the most leads in in baseball, so I think the Mets are going to just try to retool, get some more closer, or get some more relief pitchers, maybe get a better closer. Although Diaz was elite last year, he's just when he's when he he Doesn't hasn't been have it this year. he hasn't been poor this year. Just when he blows a save, he blows in spectacular it fashion. Okay, Diaz, I agree. Absolutely. I agree. I don't think it's possible <coughs> to get Degrom, get Syndergaard. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think the Mets are going to trade with the Yankees. If you're the if you're the Wilpons, you're gonna let you're gonna trade with the Yankees to let them have Wilpons a free. Wilpons don't. Know Wilpons are one of the worst. Owners. Okay, but they're okay, but they're period. business owners. You think they're gonna let the Yankees have a parade in their own in their city that they play? <laughs> I mean, come on, it, it's just a, not a, a smart business. <coughs> I think it's a good business decision. Personally, I would do it. But if you're the Wilpons, they're not gonna do it. They're not smart enough to do that. Okay, well, what's your, so, so that's that's your number my hot, one. Your, no, uh, my number two. Okay, so my hot take. Because I don't think they should get... They're not going to get a top-tier guy like a DeGrom. And because they can't do that, I think that they should bolster their bullpen even more and go after a guy like Will Smith who can... I mean, think about... Think if the Yankees get Will Smith. That cut, How many... Really, that cuts the... The starting pitchers have to go four innings. If they get a guy like Will Smith, who you'd have to give up a lot of guys for... I don't know. He's a, he's a one. He's a free agent next year. So, he might not be that expensive. You don't think he's going to be that expensive? Maybe I think, like a I, think I think the you Giants are going to hold on to him for dear life. It just at least make it seem that way because he's really the only tool they have in the trade market. Well, so when Bum you have, I, I mean, yeah, they do have Bumgarner, but from the bullpen help side of things, you're really gonna gonna hold tight to a guy like Will Smith with the year that he's had, and you're gonna hold him teams ransom for taking him off your roster. I don't even think the Giants are going to be necessarily interested in trading anyone. They're two games out of the wild card. They've been one of the hottest teams the last month and a half. Let's talk about that so once sp- we talk nah. about the sellers. Okay. What's, is, you have another hot take for us? No, that's my hot take. I, I'm almost 100% confident that the, that the Yankees are going to go after a top-line reliever such as Will Smith to bolster their bullpen even more because they're not going to waste their young prospects on a guy like a Boyd or Stroman, in my opinion. Who's just? They don't need anybody to help them win the regular, win the AL East. They need somebody that's going to be locked down and shut down in the playoffs. And I don't know if those guys are definite, or at least 
they're they're good enough to give up those guys to take and that chance. Boyd's under contract through arbitration and other means until 2022. He's he's been pitching well. I just don't think the Tigers going to trade him when they the Yankees first engaged the Tigers about Boyd. They asked for Glaber Torres, and that's that's just absurd. Absolutely, but yeah. he's maybe. A, He's probably a top three value player on any roster in Glaber. the MLB. Is Glaber? I think Glaber might be he's, might be one or two. To be he, honest, he might be one yeah, or two. Alonzo's I mean, up there. Alonzo's up there. He's twenty four, and um, you got a guy like Glaber bats eighth. <laughs> it's just it's just the guy's hitting near three hundred. He's an all star, and he's younger than all of us. He's twenty two years and he's old. Batting. And the guy's just phenomenal. Okay. And at number one, I had the Brewers. I think we talked about this before, but I don't know if we did. But if the the Brewers are to me, one of the most disappointing teams they in are. the league. Absolutely, they had one of the best seasons last year. They have maybe the best, arguably the best, base, the best player in the league in Christian Yelich. If you're the Brewers, you're not. You know, you're not going to compete for the division pretty much in the years to come. Honestly, with the Dodgers, they're just a powerhouse. Why? I mean, what are they? A half game? Are they half game? Yeah, they're a half game back uh, in the wild card race. If you're the Brewers, you have to go out and get somebody. Get. You, I mean, I think Woodruff just got hurt. Woodruff went to the IL. Today, yeah, they need a yesterday. starting pitcher. They need relievers. I mean, they need a lot of help. But you have to go out there and show that fan base that you're still in it. They're not. I mean, just like I, I, they need to get the wild card. The, they can't show that. What are they going to do? Nothing and not, and miss out on the wild card. Well, I mean, the Brewers are all, they're less than two and a half games out of the actual division, so they could even cut cut it close and, and and make a run for that and i you know we got 60 games left right something like that so you think so i, I think it's not even a, a wild card discussion i think it's it's more of a division discussion i know you have you look at the standings in their third right now and that doesn't look too good but they're only a couple games back from that actual divisional record and um that's a real shortcut to getting to a better yeah, spot right. to be in the playoffs right so let's go uh let's go sellers ryan you could start that so my my number five seller is the Cincinnati Reds. I mean, they tried the whole let's get some guys in here thing that have, you know, are big names. They, they tried Matt Kemp. He's no longer on the roster. They got Puig. Uh, Scooter Jeanette just came back, and, and it's still not doing anything for them. They have a top 15 farm system already. I think they should sell guys like Puig, and who's really underperforming, and try and build on that farm system make it a top 10 maybe an even top five farm system you have some guys that a lot of teams will value um like guys like Rizel Iglesias um you know Hughes is it would be a good addition to most bullpens would you trade um, Castillo nah keep he's way too young I, I would absolutely lock that guy up he, you've got him under his uh, I believe his rookie contract right now and so there's there's set form for a while but again do but, you think they're like this is a debate with a bunch of teams you think they're going to be good within those what does what he have? Four or five years left on his contract. Do you think they're going to be in contention? They have an opportunity to be. He's young. He's young. Okay, He's but the, you can the, get the you can get the farm for this guy. If you're offer if you offer him to the Yankees right now, you're getting. Four probably, They'd maybe probably five out of their listen, top. But 10, you understand when prospects. he's their guy and he's already proved himself as to be an all-star pitcher. I just don't see how you could really think that that's the part of things you want to improve. I don't on. know if I'm a, if I'm a GM, I want more guys over just one guy. But that's just at me. number four. I have the Padres. Um, again, they they didn't really. You you heard Manny Machado before the season started. He said. We're going to hope for a wild card spot, and that was before the season even started where he said, we don't have a shot at the division. We're going to hope to get a wild card spot. And uh, they're actually 
not doing that bad. They're, they're five, five games under five hundred. With how close the national league long, is, uh, they really even do have a shot. And some older fans would probably say that they should be buyers rather than sellers. But I really think you should try and ship that Hosmer contract. I mean, you think? I but absolutely. I've, do. I've been hearing a lot. It's not like I'm an MLB insider, but I've been hearing a lot that they're looking to buy at the deadline. I've heard Syndergaard. I really I don't know why they would I think that'd be a big mistake cuz you really you just don't have it right now. You're not even close to the division. Yeah, you could make an argument that they could go for the wild card spot, but uh, they're not even close to the I division. Agree. And I know that they're in the same division as the Dodgers, the best record in the National League, but yeah, considering you have that dog yeah. shit Eric Hosmer contract and he's over 30 years old, I really just don't see a point in keeping him around. You have the the number one farm system in baseball. Yeah. Just pad that as much as you can with guys coming up every year that are helping yeah, your team. Look at the pitching. Dodgers every single year. They have a, t- a player that comes up and rakes every single year. It was Puig, then it was Jock Peterson, then it was Corey Verdugo. Seager, then it was Bellinger. You got all these guys every year that are, that are helping them out, and that's because teams with great farm systems win when they come up. Um so that was my uh, number I actually, four. I actually, sorry to interrupt, but I disagree on the Padres being sellers. I think you should just stay put. I understand the desire to trade the Hosmer contract, but I feel like that contract is not untradeable. Nothing, no such thing as untradeable. But I just It'd feel as if it would be. Tough. I feel as if they're going to have to take on things they might not want to to get rid of them. And not many teams need a first baseman, and that would be readily willing to pay that much money for a first baseman. You got values. Like like the Yankees with Luke Voigt and other teams that get to play, have they're like the Mets with Luke, uh, Alonso right now who who are paying first baseman nothing to play at an All Star level. Yeah, and plus the Padres as you were just saying have such young studs. They got Tatis, they got uh, Paddock, the starter now. Mm-hmm. And they got Machado for the next ten years. So I don't know if they want to start selling immediately. Maybe hold on to stuff if someone offers them something well, that. They have a couple good bullpen pieces. That, they, they have that Kirby, could, they Kirby Yates would be another. Yes. If, if you're really going to dive into who who the Padres should be selling, obviously the first thing that would come to mind is getting rid of that Hosmer contract. But if they can't do that, which seems unlikely, then you're really looking at guys like Kirby Yates. I mean, you're talking about Chris Paddock being one of the best arms for their team, and they got him in a deal where they sent Fernando Rodney, yeah. who is 38, to the Marlins. Yeah. It was an Crazy. awful trade for the Marlins, and that's exactly Absolutely what they're crazy. looking to do right yeah. now with, with Yates, who's 32 years yeah. old. So be sellers for your older guys. Build on that farm system and see if you can dominate that NL West in a couple of years. I actually agree with you, Ron. Um, so then at the three spot, I got the Diamondbacks. You've got some very obvious standout arms uh, that will probably both get shipped um, in the starting rotation for you the get Diamondbacks. You get some big returns for them. Absolutely. you got Grinky, who's going to help out Whoever, whichever playoff team he goes to, I mean, he's he's. I don't know if he could pitch. I don't know if he could pitch in the big markets. The guy has. He pitched in L.A. and he yeah, did fine there. He had he had a good run with the Dodgers. Um, I think he'll be fine with whoever he goes to. Uh, that's a playoff contender. And then you got Robbie Ray. He's another solid arm, and especially people really, really, really like left-handed arms who can throw hard. I mean, that's what he spoke to the Yankees about Paxton. Even though he hasn't done so well, um, you really like guys that are throwing hard from the left side. Um, I agree. Then at the two spot, well, on and- the on the Diamondbacks thing, we're talking about untradeable contracts. With Zach Grinke's owed so much money over the next few years, and in a split second, I'll have the number. It's he's owed thirty-two million next year and thirty-two million the year I after. Don't know, I mean, yeah. <laughs> and that's 
that's a ton. It's not. It, so. it is, but when you have teams that can afford it, like like the Astros and the Red Sox, it, it's something to seriously consider. He'll be thirty six and thirty seven. That's tough to be paying he's a thirty seven year old right thirty two million dollars. Well, they're going to have to eat some of the contract if they're going to sell him. I they wouldn't. have to. You wouldn't I'd say no. I'll hold on to him. They're they're two games out of the wild card. Yeah, you know, I, I know it's wide open. If you really want it, you can't. Yeah, I don't. Think small it, market teams can't really. I personally put them on my buyer and seller list, which is another hot take later on. So then we got at the two spot on my list, we got the San Francisco Giants, and all these fans of the Giants are coming out right now because they just swept the Mets, and who cares about sweeping who the gives Mets? Who a crap at about? The, sorry, Franks, our buddy is just. Big like, Mets fan, poor bastards. You never have seen them the win. San Francisco Giants. Do you really think? Like, Shout I want, I want a San Francisco Giants fan to look me in the in the eye and tell me that they have a shot this year. <laughs> There's no way. You have to be realistic. But, the number one step in solving a problem is admitting that there is one. But They're here's not the thing. good. Bruce Bochy has said he's going to retire after this season. He's a Hall of Fame coach. He's a Hall of Fame coach. They love him there. They're not. That's why. They're, I mean, that's why everybody wants to stay in it. They're not gonna. I don't think they're gonna ship everybody away and ruin his last season as a manager. What? Are they, I mean, it's All like, right. So then, at the very least, so I'm, the point that I'm trying to make is that they're definitely not buyers. I could I could put them on the do nothing list, but I would personally sell. That's why when I. You have guys like Will Smith and all that. That's why I added the buyer and seller category. Yeah. Later come, but that's what I'm saying. Okay, you could sell to your. You cannot sell your fan base that you're going to trade all these guys. When Bruce Bochy's last year, and plus the Giants have a history of winning the World Series when they win the wild card, so you're not selling. That's, that's the thing that's just such. You're a not bad selling look the, for now because I, I understand that in years past the the team that got hot around the All Star break is the team that won the wild card and then went to the World Series, like the Royals in 2014, like the Giants every two years, the beginning of the 2010s. and on, to, on top of that, Bumgarner's like the Derek Jeter. Besides Buster Posey for the Giants, you're not trade. They love him, but he's not here. The here, same pitcher I think he's that they're going to be buyers and sellers, and I think that they're going to they're going to trade Will Smith. I think that he's it's gone. just he's gone. He has to be. He's absolutely. You can you can you can still somewhat show your fans, quote unquote, that you're trying to win the wild card by selling by selling him. In my opinion, I mean, it looks kind of bad, but that's still like a half half ass kind of like go after the wild card. In my opinion. Is that is that your number one? Seller? That's my number two. Uh, my number one is. I'll make this quick. It's just very simple. The Mets. They're so god awful. They were bamboozled, hoodwinked, run amok, as Stephen A. Smith would say. They are it's blasphemy. And the funniest thing about this is how their front office is just trying to play off that every Mets fan is dumb. Like anyone who knows baseball really saw this coming where they bring in a guy who's never had any experience in general managing before he was Brody Van Wagner was an agent last year and and then he signed all of his and players. he signed all of his clients that's <laughs> that's what he's doing it's just I mean, that, it's only the Mets could do how do you not like I think I think the guy that they were looking at on top of Van Wagner was the Rays GM the guy's 25 years very, old the Rays in he Tampa said, Let's start over and they did the Wilpons didn't want I mean to hear come that. on how do you Brody not Van how do you not hire that guy it's because they're they, absurd. They're the it's worst. Because Brody Van Wagner whispered in their ears and told them what they wanted to hear. He said, "We can win right now. Yeah, Just exactly. give me the freedom to go get guys, and I'll exactly. get you a winning roster." And he said, "Come get us. We're the team to come get." And they're the second to worst record in the National League. The second to worst. They're awful. They're horrible. Just sell everyone. Sell Degrom. Sell Wheeler. You're not going to get him back. 
sell Noah Syndergaard and build around guys like McNeil, who's a sh- bona fide all star, and Alonzo. Would you sell? Would if you're the, if you're Van Wack, would you sell? Or if you're the Wilpons, would you sell to the Yankees? Would you trade with the Yankees? Yes, I don't. It does, like they're so caught up on who's across the the road from them that they it doesn't make sense. Like. The Yankees have so many guys that could help their farm system and rebuild, which is what they need to do. They have they could sell Clint Frazier, they could sell Floreal, they could sell Andujar. Chance well, I mean, Adams, Ka- Andujar. These whole guys t- are going to be all stars. I don't know. I don't know what the Mets are up to. I think if you're going to trade Syndergaard, then you might as well trade Jeff McNeil too, because Jeff McNeil is older than Syndergaard. It's not the the guys. Syndergaard's Syndergaard's got more. Syndergaard's got more star power and more potential to. Further his further extent. I feel like Jeff McNeil would talk about him. a perfect guy for the Twins. Jeff McNeil <laughs> on that Twins roster. <laughs> Sounds like a twin already. I don't oh think Jeff my McNeil. gosh! Yeah. You put I don't that think guy Jeff on... McNeil is going to be traded. But no, I know, I know. But I'm just saying. But why not? Oh, I mean, like I, I said earlier, I don't think the Mets are necessarily a, a sell team because I think they're just more. You don't think they're a sell team? I mean, they have some guys they could trade. They got Vargas is gone, should be gone. Wheeler absolutely be gone. They got someone like Dom Smith who's being blocked at first by Alonzo. He should be traded, but. I don't think they should blow it up. I think they should get back where they can. Wheeler will be a solid, a, a decent haul, not a great haul. Jason Vargas will be for like level D prospects, and then you got like Dom Smith. You can get some good cro- prospects for because he's a young player who's shown he can hit in the major leagues, and he just can't play left field like they're having him. He, I saw a tweet the other day: Dom Smith on eight hours sleep is the best hitter in baseball because yeah. the guy had sleep apnea and he was getting about three hours of sleep, and that's when he was about to be cut by the Mets. And now he is raking for them. When was this? When did he make the sleep change? I think it was. I think he made the change like a little over a year ago. But he's hitting great, and he's getting eight hours, which is what you need. I mean, ah. if you're a pro baseball player. But um, anyways, that's my top five sellers for right now. Um, sticking to them. Don't even, don't regret any of them. Angela, I had Mets at five because I think they should they should sell, but not in a major way. They might be able to trade Diaz, but I don't really think you need to punt on Diaz. He's a young guy, he's got great stuff, and they just got to progress with him. The number four I have is the Royals. The Royals are thirty seven and sixty four. They got no chance of winning in the near future. They only got a couple guys to be traded. Ian Kennedy seems like a lock to be traded, and Danny Duffy is a solid pitcher who could probably help people out. Also, also Whit Merrifield. Yeah, if you're uh, the Ro- getting yeah. It was, Got to get to Whit Merrifield. Whit Merrifield, he's a, I believe he's already, he's up there in age. Not, he's not old, but he's at the near end of his prime. So they're not going to win with him now. They might as well get trade him because if he became available, he'd instantly become the most desired hitter on the market. Yeah, and it's such a, sm- hits last year, it's yeah. so, it's so important for a team like the Royals because they're a small market team that they got to get prospects like they did back in I don't know what year it was when they were playing. 2015. 2015. Yeah, they had all those young guys come up. That's kind of what they need to recreate again. And you're not doing that with Whit Merrifield and Ian Kennedy. You got to get some prospects back and start building it back up. I'll tell you, I agree with that. Angel roster is Alberto Mondesi. Yeah, he's like going to fly. Alberto, and he's oh, he's not going anywhere. That's not the point. It's no. just he's he's looking like their future. He you have him on your fantasy team. I, I I I added him late last year when I was working at MLB, and uh, he, it was he would steal two bags a game. He did a triple. Yeah. the guy's unbelievable. He's so fast. He's leading the AL in stolen bases. He's an animal. At three, I have the Blue Jays, 38 and 64. Once again, they're playing behind three of the top 10 teams in baseball. They got no shot at making the playoffs in the near future, but they got some guys that are good. They got Vlad Guerrero Jr., Lords Gurriel Jr. He's a stunt. They're both great guys. Yeah, he does. 
They could trade people like Marcus Stroman. Ken Giles has rediscovered his slider that made him... Stop punching himself in the face. Yeah, stop, dude. Just relax. Well, last year when he lost <laughs> his slider and then he lost his closer role for the Astros, yeah. that just spelled everyone brushed him off. Said, eh, he's probably done, but... He literally he, only had a fastball, I remember. Yeah, he re- he re- he refound it, and now he's one of the better closers, and he pitches in for the Blue Jays, so we don't know if he can pitch in a big game because when he started pitching in big games, he started to crumble. Do you think that Stroman is going to be dealt for sure? And if so, where? I don't know. It's tough to say. I don't know if he's going to the Yankees. I have. He's going to the Yankees. Yeah. I mean, my hot take is going to come true, but if I had another take, it'd be Stroman to the Yanks. That's, I think, not, that's not a hot take if they're talking about it every well, day. I didn't say that trade, it's a hot take. I said for, my other take. If they're going to trade uh, for Stroman. my hot take doesn't work. If they're going to trade for Stroman, then I think they should try to get Giles as well. Just add another arm to the bullpen like you were saying earlier. Why not? Yeah, that's a hey, that's a nice little mesh of our both uh, takes right there. Yeah. Then I have it too. I have the Orioles. Awful team. Awful. One of the awful teams. They're the worst in baseball, that, right? I think they have the worst there. No, the Tigers are worse than them. The Orioles are 31-68. Yeah. Uh, they got only a couple guys to really be traded because they don't really have much talent on the team. They got Michael Givens, who his stuff is nasty, but he kind of leaves the – he hasn't been as good as he could be. They, no, got, they already traded Cashner. Cashner's. Oh, yeah. my gosh. But they have Fry, the lefty specialist that you can go to any team and help out immediately. They got Mancini, who is – he's they're not going to be competitive with Mancini. By the time he's old, they'll be done. Yeah, that, got, that might be a good death ad for some. Nah, Mancini's one, a very, very, very good player. And he's 27. He's not He's yeah. not old. He's, he's, got a, he's got years ahead of him, and he's just raking the ball this year. He's yeah. hitting very well. Um, I think he's a definite. Who was the all-star on that team? Who represented Mancini? Probably Mancini? it was Mancini. Okay. Yeah, and then at one I have the Tigers, the worst team in baseball. They got closer Shane Green, who's very stud. good. He's a stud. Although, I mean, I'm I'm hesitant to believe he's he's a stud. He's been a stud this year. However, I think it might be a flash in the pan because last year his ERA was in the fives. Yeah, yeah. Castellanos, who is going to help out a team that he gets traded to. However, I tried trading him in the off season. They couldn't find anyone for him because he's such a he's such a uh, a liability in the outfield as he's. Up there with J.D. Martinez is the worst so, outfielder in baseball. So maybe he's the Cub, maybe going there. to the Cubs is not the best fit. He's got to go to maybe an AL team. But yeah, I don't he's know. Looking at DH and he's just. But I don't know what AL there. team really. I think the defensive metrics have him as as a, as a bottom three outfielder in baseball. Yeah, he just he just absolutely rakes off of lefties. What what AL he, team needs a bat though? I don't. I mean the the Rays do. The Rays were. The Rays, yeah. The Rays could look at like a Dom Smith and have him Hunter DH. Pence, they could have yeah. Hunter Pence is a good guy, but. It's such a classic raise edge. Hunter just taking Pence. a shot in the dark with, with Hunter Pence and seeing if he can make a playoff run for you guys with no budget. And then Tyler Bo- uh not Tyler. Uh Tyler Boyd's a football player. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew Boyd. Be on my fans team the year. ace for the uh Tigers this year. He's pitched great. His home runs per nine is a little high, but home runs and the ERA are probably the two most volatile stats for a pitcher where they can fluctuate over things. Home runs are just luck. For some parts, as pitching, because you might make a mistake. But we have you saw a guy, and if he were to be traded, the the extra three years on team control is absolutely an exceptional, attractive thing. But that's my five. That's your five. Um, here's my five. I agree with you on the Blue Jays. I think they're going to get rid of Stroman and Giles. If I had a guess, I think Stroman's going to the Yanks. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, he's that. proven that he's pitched in the AL East, which is the toughest division in baseball, in my opinion. Uh, he's pitched in the gold medal game. I just think he's born for the bright lights, to be quite honest. He's got that killer instinct, and that's what you need as a Yankee. Um, I think the Royals are at number four. 
I think they're going to get rid of Whit Merrifield. Some other guys, Ian Kennedy. If you're the Royals, you need to rebuild. You re- need to restock as a small market team. Number three, I have the Rockies. The Rockies are kind of a disappointment, in my opinion. They're five games back. If you're the Rockies, you got. I mean, what are you doing keeping Justin Blackman at this Charlie point? Blackman. Charlie Blackman. Justin Blackman. Chuck Nasty. Chuck Nasty. Chuck Nasty, hell of a beard. Best Crazy. in baseball, by far. Best in baseball, by far. Yes. But. You got to get rid of him. How old is he? 30, he's 30, 32, 33? 33 years old. I think he. I think he, they just signed him. I just whacked the mic in my face. <laughs> I think they just signed him to a, a long deal. I think what is he, he's getting paid a lot. If you're the Rockies, you need to get rid of him. Somebody will take him. You'll get a really, in my opinion, a really good return. Maybe a tw- maybe the Twins. Or is a good fit for him? Maybe the Cubs. Maybe what about the Cubs? Ooh, what about the Cubs and Charlie Charlie Blackman? That would definitely be an ad. That would. But the thing with him done something like that every year. The thing with him is late, and you know it definitely would help them. You have the contract and Charlie Blackman at home. His splits versus on the on the road is ridiculous. He's batting a hundred points higher at home and, and. that's the thing about seeing splits. I mean, what's the first conversation that we have about anyone who's hitting well in course? Yeah. It's, it's what's their splits. That's what's but you see DJ LeMahieu, so I, I mean, yeah, I think I mean, Charlie Blackman's swing a translates. Because even that year, he was hitting much higher on at, at home. Yeah. But, um, I mean, Charlie Blackman, it, it, even though he's got 100 points on his batting average home rather than away, uh, I can't see any team not really wanting him. That's a serious one-year playoff contender. I think the Cubs would be a perfect. I think the fit Cubs because they kind of are going perfect. downhill with age. They got old guys on their roster like, like Lester. They got Jason Hayward's not getting any younger. They got Rizzo is not getting any younger. Same as um, as Chris Bryant, who's in, his, in the wrong side. They of kind of are, they're a win now. They got to go get. And somebody. they're win now. Yeah. I mean, I can't see a scenario in which they wouldn't want it. At number, oh, go ahead. And on man. top of that, Blackman, he's going to be paid the next year. He'll be he's thirty two years old. He'll turn thirty three by the year's end. In 2020, is a 34-year-old, 21 mil, 2021, 21 mil, yeah. 2022, 21 mil. 2023 is a 36-year-old. You're paying him 10 mil. For someone that might not be able to hit outside of Coors Field, a career, I think he's a career 250 hitter off of, off of outside of. He's a solid defender, too, no? He's a very good yeah. defender. He, he, he hits well in the leadoff spot, you know. He's a, a per- I just thought about it. He's a perfect good. fit with the Cubs, in my exactly. opinion. I don't know. At number two, I haven't heard you guys name them. Shout out Boston Red Sox. I have them as sellers. That's um, absurd. It's not absurd. How, How is it absurd? That's they just won the World they won Series. The World, last year. I don't the care. Only, the only difference to their roster is now Andrew Cash if, and they, they added him, and then they got rid of Kimbrel. If Bill Belichick was the GM of the Red Sox, he would be selling either Mookie Betts or JD Martinez. That's whose contracts come out the end of the year. They're not. Dude, that's the, just come on. That's just that's a dumb. That's a dumb thing to think. That's not dumb. Mookie Betts is dumb. one of the five best players in baseball. They're not going to be able to sign both of them. Are they JD Martinez. So then they're clearly se- selling JD Martinez, but they're not going to do that because they still have a shot this year. You tell me that they make the play- hot recently. You, you tell me they make the playoffs. They can't pull off something. I don't like the Red Sox, but they're they're having they the best lineup in baseball. I think they should be buyers and sellers. I think they. I mean, you just they're, said they're number two in your sellers. They well, can't be they buyers and sell. sellers. Number two, you're not going to be able to sign. Okay, 
I just think you put that down and not actually thinking about it. That's not true. If you trade J.D. Martinez to somebody, you are getting back a haul. No, you're not. Yes, what do you mean? You can't play defense, and he hasn't been as good as he was last year. Okay, trade Mookie. You're limiting half the league. You can't trade him to the NL. No, you trade him to the NL. I mean, they they took a chance on him in in Arizona a couple years ago. Given that he's over 30 now, they're not going to do it again. He's going to an American League team, if anything. Then they're going to have to play them when they get to the playoffs, because they will. JD That's Martin, what they're not going to do. He's batting two eighty seven this playoffs. year, twenty really bombs, fifty five RBIs. That's like you're, you're, that's Luke Voigt. So then why why weren't they on your buyers? If you think they're going to freaking make the playoffs and win the World Series, because I don't think they should buy. I think they should just stick and hopefully try to get like a, someone like a Will Smith or something like that, who is a, a relief pitcher. I don't think there's there's as much a necessity because they're playing better as a league. And then you have a Chris Sale who's who's a lot of people still think is the best pitcher in baseball. He's oh, having he's a down so year. Overrated. He's having a down year, and he's been phenomenal every year until now. Maybe he'll catch fire in the playoffs if they make it. I think, they're, I think they will. And you, you really got to kind of, if anything, do nothing or, or buy. I can't see a scenario in which you sell. I, I think the people that say Sale is the best pitcher in baseball just go off. I just don't think he's the best pitcher. Okay. He, he, the minute he lost, he lost his fastball, which is a shame because you feel bad for someone that just don't have it anymore, but just doesn't have it anymore. He was throwing 100 last year. He's throwing like 93 now. Poor it's, bastard. I really wonder if like how much rushing him back in the playoffs in the later part of last season has to do Heard with that. Him, yeah. He's I mean, a twig. Like, what do you, he's, he's 6'6", 170. What do you expect? Yeah. Well, the Yankees. Still, well, have the Yankees hit him good this year? Yankees. The Yankees have been killing it. Mike Talkman yeah. all yeah. Mike Talkman. Mike, Mike Talkman's Talk. terrible. <laughs> That's <laughs> another. I can't stand Mike Talkman. I don't know why. Why is he on the Yankees? I'm sorry. I love like it's underdog. Phenomenal defender. He's a phenomenal. Oh defender. my gosh. Okay. Low, low key makes errors. The number one seller is the Mets. We already went over the Mets. I mean, what the hell are they doing? Get rid of Degrom. Get rid of Syndergaard. Freaking blow up. Blow up the whole team. Get a haul. And you if you sell one of those guys to the Yankees, Syndergaard or Degrom. They could win within the next three years. They could win within the next three years. I don't know. I don't see why not. Getting Florial, Frazier, Anuar. I mean, I don't know. I agree with you. I'm, I don't I'm, know. Todd Frazier is gone. Well, Todd we already, we already they have no center field. We, we understand come that on. they're awful I mean, right come now. On. They feel like they're close. We all see that they're not. I mean, they're I bullpen. think they're close. I think they're closer than you guys do. In my opinion, I think they're closer. You need than an entire bullpen. They do. Uh, uh, bullpens can be done in a quick, efficient Non and you trust major and you way. trust Brody Van Wagner to make a quick, efficient move to get them a bullpen when he's never general managed before. So no. okay, Th- those were our buyers and sellers, everybody. But let's talk about three teams that we haven't talked about before we wrap it up here. Nobody mentioned the Cleveland Indians. They were struggling at the beginning of the year. Corey Kluber broke his elbow, unfortunately, getting hit by uh, a comebacker. Yeah, comebacker. See, that was as a buyer. What would you? What, what do I have them as? Yes. If I had to list them, I would have them as a buyer and seller. I would get rid of Bauer. That's kind of I feel like I'm cheating would the get, game here, but I would get, get rid, rid of Bauer, Bauer as they're, well. They're, they have a wild card spot right now. They're two games up. Yeah, you might as well get something for him. Get and some, they're already in the in the wild card spot. So I, I think sell sell Bauer and yeah. try and get another piece, maybe a bullpen piece, yeah. maybe or a maybe bag. a guy that's ready. They have I mean, a good he, bullpen. They don't really need many bullpen pieces. Brad Hand's leading the league in saves, but I don't think they have a great bullpen. I mean, they think they need hitters. More so than pitching, they do. They have, they have two. They have three do elite. They, they have three borderline elite guy. They have one elite guy in Kluber. He hasn't been elite this year because he's been hurt and he kind of showed signs of slowing down towards the end of last year. But Bauer is an elite, elite velo, elite movement guy, and Clevenger's a good, good pitcher too. And yeah, you I, don't know what you're gonna get from Carrasco like the rest of the year because of he yeah, just recently came out being yeah. diagnosed with cancer. But I think the Indians, if anything, they should go get a, a hitter or two because uh, but what, what, they're good by on the pitching. Trading Bauer or stay. 
they should stick. they should hold on to their pitching. They shouldn't touch them. If they actually want to go ahead and compete this year, they're not that far away from the Twins. I think they're what, like five games behind the Twins now. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So it's it's within striking distance. Okay, the second team is the Braves. Nobody said anything about the Braves. They're young. It's not they're, their time. They're not I winning this year. I would put them as my number one, the ace of do nothing. They're a young team. I just don't think they had. I think if they try to trade guys, young guys in their farm system, they have a good farm system, by the way. If they try and get 30-year-olds to make them win now, it's not going to work out. They're going to lose to the Dodgers. And then you're just sitting there with what was a young team and is now an older team that is far less likely to, to win in the future. I agree. They kind of remind me of the Yankees of a few years ago. You, you kind of have to stay put. Maybe make a small deal, get an extra starting pitcher. I think Keiko's starting to pitch a little better, but... I don't know. Maybe get a mid a guy that nobody's really looking at, and maybe can surprise some people and bolster the team up that way. But I think it's a solid guy for free. But like, who are the Braves going to be in the playoffs? I think the Braves going to be able to go head to head with the Yankees or the Astros or the Red Sox and beat them in a seven game. Well, they series. have to get out of the National League. First. Yeah, they're not even going to be able to beat the Dodgers in a seven game series. Yeah. And that there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with knowing you're not. Yeah, they're going to be. They're going to be good. Their I mean. time is coming. They have Acuna, Acuna on a cheap contract. They have Ozzy Albies on Freeman's a, a one free of the contract. Freeman's. He's probably the best first baseman in the major leagues right now. I agree. Besides and, Luke Voigt, but and then the last team that we haven't talked about is I don't think anybody talked about the Rays. What are, what are you doing if you're the Rays? The Rays are tough. They have, it's kind of they, yeah. they're they a have very no good money. team that has no money. But again, their wild card has to be their holy. Gra- they're not winning the division anytime soon with the Red Sox and Yankees. They're their wild card game back from the A's in the in the wild card in that second wild. The wild card, card has to be their holy grail. But at the same time, you can't really trade. You can't really get rid of too, ma- too, too many players as a small market team. I think they have to make one move. You can't trade young guys. No, I, you can't I, trade I, young guys. There's no but, value in, in trading guys like Snell and trading guys but like they have, I mean, Garcia. maybe if Snell starts pitching better, I think they'll get the wild card spot. Exactly. But, I think they will. I, I don't know. but I mean, There could be three American League East teams. There. Yeah, that's crazy. I, I think there's a good chance of that happening. That's wild. I, that, I really do think the Indians will trail off. The A's historically are a second-half team, so you never really know with them. But, I mean, you got right now at first place in the in the wild card, you got the Indians, then the A's, then the Rays, and the Red Sox. Indians will plummet. The A's maybe will stay with the, where they're at right now, but I think the Red Sox are coming for them, and I think the Rays are simply a better team. I uh, think there will be three American League East teams. In the uh, I, th- I don't think the Red Sox are going to But that's just me. And that's, the, uh, that's it for baseball talk, but... We're going to go into a little segment that we're going to have on every podcast uh, here right now. It is the crazy question of the day. Usually they're brought to us by uh, our buddy, Jacob Calvini. I don't don't know if he just sits up and stares at the ceiling all night and just thinks of (laughs) crazy scenarios, given that the fact that he's never done a drug in his entire life, and this is just coming (laughs) raw from his messed up head. This makes me think, in all honesty. When we were preparing for the podcast before... We got a random FaceTime call, and the first thing the kid said was, "Ryan, this is the question of the day, by the way." And I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay up weird thinking about that. this. I, I think I have a pretty clear and cut answer for it, but it's a very clear and cut answer. I, I, I don't I, know. I'm gonna be on the same train with you, but more of the reason I'll be staying up is how is wondering how he thought of this. <laughs> yeah, is um, who's, so the question is, who's more of a serial killer? Someone who sleeps with their socks on, or someone who immediately puts their socks on first after getting out of the shower? <laughs> It's a it's a no brainer for me because uh, coming out of the shower, if you put your socks on first. I had a teammate in college. Uh, I played college baseball. Who the first thing he would do after he got in the shower 
he would put on his t-shirt without putting on underwear. I just thought that was weird. <laughs> but I can only if you put on if socks first. On, if you're not putting on, I hate the way, word underwear. By the way, I feel like I'm a two year old. Underwear, underwear. What do you call it? Undergarments. Undergarments. <laughs> it's boxers. Or, we wear boxer briefs. Yeah, well, if I'm a briefs, I'm a briefs guy. Panties, undies. Okay, right, I no male calls them panties. <laughs> so that's you said underwear. Who says underwear? I think people do. I think people say it. Okay. Most people. If you you're not coming English. out of the shower, wait. Are you done with your take? No, it's it's a clear thing. I mean, people sleep with their socks on. Is it's a it's a questionable move, but sometimes you're cold and you put some socks on. There is logic behind the socks in, in bed. I get it. I I would never do it. You know, just because I don't like putting my feet. Why in Why don't prison. you like having socks in bed? Because my feet are in, in they're in jail. They're incarcerated when I, when I wear socks to bed. Poor toes. But when I get out of the shower. I'm just, I'm thinking of the first thing I wouldn't put on, and it sucks. Like in, what, the last thing. in last what scenario thing would you have to put them on first? Like you may I, even wear sandals outside. It's it's I, July. If you're not coming out of the shower, putting on boxers right away, you got you're a serial killer. Well, it's, you, it's, it's towel. You have dead bodies yeah. in your freezer, then, in your basement that you're talking about. Boxers. You're a serial killer. And then you go from there, either shirt or shorts, or whatever mean, the what fuck you, you want. Who's who's grabbing socks? I don't know. No, nah, yeah, and I think they deserve to be a red dot on a map. If if they, they should are. be on some, sort, they should be on some sort of list. Exactly. It's not. It's not quite an offender or or someone who's gotten in trouble, but it, it, they should definitely uh, be be shown somewhere. I agree. I agree. No, you got. It's like all the people that are claiming to go to Area Fifty One on the first week of September to raid it. Not, those people are already all on watch lists if they have agreed to show up to this place. The question about Area Fifty One: Who cares? Like, ah, if, I mean, there's aliens there. Are there aliens? If, if there's aliens, then, like, they don't affect us, so... How do you know they're not going to affect us? Oh, well, they don't affect going us currently, affect us? and they give us some products, some pretty cool technology. And if there aren't, then that's a boring answer, but just go on with it. It's lives. a fully, it's a fully way, functional. I'm, I there's aliens. Affected. There's aliens. There has to be. Not there. Not there. It's a, it's a fully functional Air Force base where they test weapons. Anyone that, like... Oh, and you know that you've been there? That's what the government claims it is. I don't think the government's dumb enough to put aliens there. So, like, no, no. I think... so. The whole point of Area 51 is they said there was an original, like, UFO there. Why would they keep, like, the aliens in the exact same spot where everyone knows they might be? They're not that stupid. Yeah, they're no underground way. somewhere. Like, maybe maybe Trump's me. chilling with, it, with them in the White House. Like, he's got... Imagine as a president, you're the only guy that knows whether there's aliens or not. If you're the president, you're not the only person who knows that there's aliens. That's yeah. true. It's not like Trump saw him and then no one else, and he's like, I'm trying to prove to you there's aliens. I swear to God. Swear to God. It's going to be part of my campaign. What? Okay. I have one more question. What do you, what, like, imagine if you just jump, like, if you could. I know it's not possible. Angela's going to shit on me for this. You just could jump off, like, planet Earth and, like, you just fall. Like, gravity, whatever. You just, like, free. Where the hell? This like, is scientifically so off so far, but just continue. What? I know, but, like, theoretically, like, where the hell would you go? Like you just just is it just what? black Draw forever? Space. Are you forever? kidding? Me? No, I mean there's gonna be stars that they light up the thing. You're gonna be the sun's gonna be visible for a long. This time. blows my brain. Like how does it blow what? your brain? What do you mean? We, First of all, you would die get Neil immediately. Tyson on here and just have him answer they, our. You don't know what I'm saying. Like if you could just jump, like if, like teaching someone. I have a baseball in my hand right now. You're on top of the earth and you could just jump. You're gonna keep going. No, no. If you just fall, where the Think about where the well, hell you're just gonna keep falling. Listen, it's just black forever and ever. Like what is forever? Space is a vacuum. The craziest oh. thing about mind blowing. No, mind not, blowing, it's, mind not, blowing. it's not. It's not mind blowing if you just if you just understand what space is. It's just an ever expanding vacuum. Whereas there's a whereas 
fucking there's billions of galaxies around everything and if you just were to jump off you would just keep floating until you bumped into something else like that's the way space works it, whatever goes it keeps going Ryan's a little mind blown over there. I'm not mind blown. I just don't think we're in any position to be talking about raw infinite space when we were talking about buyers and sellers, the American League and National yeah. League five minutes well, ago. We're first time podcasters and I don't know how to end the podcast. So. Well we're just like we said earlier, we're just figuring it out as we go along, so we will out. figure it out. Stick with us. Ride of a lifetime with us and it's gonna be really fun doing it every week. Uh, tune into us on YouTube. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Twitter. We're going to be on all those at the locker room. Talk. Soon. Not yet. Very soon. We're still and, figuring um, everything out. We will. Our next episode. What's our next episode going to be? We're going to try to release football? episodes every Wednesday, recording them on Tuesday night, and then we'll see how it goes from there. But until that time next week, uh, we had fun so far. Adios. We hope Ciao. To see you then. Thank you guys for tuning in. Hello. Bye bye.